the United Kingdom and the world. We are back. It's the Team England 40k podcast. Lions Den featuring me, Tony, Captain of Team England, my vice captain Chris. Evening, Chris. Hello. This is uh, an international podcast this week, right? This is well, uh, what's all about. We're welcoming some invaders who are coming to try to take our t- title, our trophy from these fine lands back to their respective nations. For we have a review of the upcoming UKTC uh, February ITT, the International Team Tournament. So this is the, I want to say this is the third one? Third ITT? Uh, yes. I went to, Leave. The, yeah. I, I went, I went yes, to the first one and England won that. I didn't go to the second one, but England won that. The third one, Poland won or Ignite won? No, no, no. We, we've won all of the ITTs. The one we didn't win was the Birmingham ah, the uh, team Birmingham event. Birmingham team event, which is not an ITT. There we go then. So come to our backyard. We're taking home that trophy. And so we've got a review of, uh, gosh, all the teams that are in attendance. This is going to be, be what, close to a 450-player event? With the oh, it's massive. Got, yeah, it's huge. Um, and it, it is unfortunate that as we go to record, um, we haven't got the data slate to hand so as we go to record as we go to submit we didn't have the data slate to hand but as we go to record we have the data slate <laughs> so yeah everybody going is kind of looking forward to a great relaxing weekend quite chill but i think a bit of, a bit sad that we don't get to play with the new balance data slate update that has just come out what do you think, I think about what, chris i think what will be nice is there'll be a lot of just buzz around the venue about talking about like, oh what are you thinking about the new data slate or oh, what what are you thinking about new Drakari? Because they have a massive changes. And you're like, oh, are Eldar dead? Are CSM dead? Who knows? You know, it's it's going to be really interesting just hearing all the conversations around the hall and sort of afterwards. Uh, wherever There'll be a few up, builds, maybe. I reckon, that people put out and their opponents will go, I'm so glad I never have to play that ever again. <laughs> yeah, there's that as well. Shout out to the friend of podcast, Will Whitzker. I'm afraid that you're accursed have gone, but we'll come back to that another time later. We In have a look at some of the... Uh, the lists of changes that we think are maybe the most exciting ones. But for now, we're going to bury our head in the old meta, the 2023 meta, and we're going to look at some of the some of the top teams in terms of England applicants and people who we know and who we've been following, because that is the focus of our podcast. We look at what our England players or applicants are doing out and about in the 40k community, um, and we'll be doing some post-reviews of this with our good friend Tom Lohman from 6++, who had me on there podcast the other week he's going to join us next week uh, to chat about post events and any controversies or exciting results that happened over the weekend multiple red cards multiple red cards that's just <laughs> for my team i don't think i've ever seen a red card at uktc event i'd, I'd love to see what that would, would require some decisive judgment if you're going to have a, a red card and we've seen some interesting player behavior i think red cards are very much lying in the sand and it the, the identity of red-carded individuals gets up so quickly in such a small community. We've seen lots of stuff with people being lambasted online because of accusations of this or this person did cheat or was caught, got a yellow card for something and they, you know, they get hounded by all sorts of internet trolls. I think it, it's something that UKTC is very, manages quite carefully to make sure it doesn't have any big dramas or things around its events. That's yeah, that's fair enough. That's why it's quite well attended still. So originally, Chris, we were going to talk about this, and you weren't going to be going. 
but you have somehow wrangled a way into a team. I've I've snuck in. I've been speaking to Tony. I've been speaking to Vic about like an Ignite's list all like the last few weeks. I'm like, oh, what are you guys taking? What are you? Oh, that's interesting. Are you, t- are you taking that? And I'm like, and then, and I'm now I'm like, right, guys, I know what they're taking. Let's completely tech against them. <laughs> so no, that's not what happens at all. Um, yeah, I got roped in sort of like really last minute by Ed, uh, good friend Ed Watts. Uh, Ed Watts, who bro- runs Crazy Watts War Game, what was uh, gaming? Sorry, who were doing? Get that uh, plug in now. Well, might as well. Many plugs <laughs> as we can for our England sponsors. Um, upcoming team event. If you're interested in a little smaller five man teams. Uh, no, it's just four man teams. That one. Four man teams, even four man teams, easier to organise. Glass Hammer, uh, Telford in the Midlands, really easy to get to. Ninth or tenth of March, get down there. I'll be there. I'll be playing. Um, You're my plug man today, Chris. If you uh, and we'll put it out there, if you beat us, you'll get a set of objective mats. Oh, uh, there we go. Challenge <laughs> issued. So we're going to put that out. That's going to be a, a little bounty on our heads. Can't, he's put a bounty out on his own head. He's that confident, people, in the new data <laughs> slate. He's seen it. He knows what he's bringing. Well, at this point, I'm going to drop the Team England logo and switch over to BCP. And we can have a look at... You have been roped into Team Glasshammer. Yeah, and, uh, we've been... Uh, for your sins. So, interesting little team. This, this is an international team. We're from all over the place here. So, so talk um, us through the team we've got. Yeah, so there's... Oh, I don't know what you're looking at. I'm so looking at me. in alphabetical order. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my! I don't, I'm just going to say who I know. So okay. there's me. Yes, you are Leagues of Otan. We got David yes. uh, of Glass Army. He's running his Chaos. What Chaos Space Marines is he running? Uh, he's running a sort of a bit of a mixed list, really. So he's got the Triple Chosen. Uh, he's got one unit of Nurgle Accursed, which you know is proven quite popular by people who cannot be asked to buy three units of them. Um, you know, just put one in for flavour. It's nice. How many units Nurgle of Legionnaires unit. has he got? Oh, my God. Right, okay. Uh... So he's got Triple Chaos Lord. He's got a Dark Commune. He's got just the one Dark Commune for the one Accursed Cultist mob then, is he? Exactly, yeah. Four units of So that goes out, holds an objective. Ooh. Five units of Legionnaires? One, two, three. Wait, what? Four, I've, I've not approved this list. What's happened? <laughs> David, <laughs> what's going on? Why? There is, is there five? I'm going to zoom this out a bit. So there is... Yeah, there is. Chaos Lord, Chaos Lord, Chaos Lord, Dark Commune, Cultist Mob, and then I thought I was glitching, but it's Legionnaires, 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 Rhino, 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 a unit of Accursed, and then three units of Chosen, a four, two Forge Fiends and Nurglings. He's got the ultimate training game here, right? And I suppose if you look at the traditional Accursed list, he's freed up all the points from having two less Accursed Blobs. You've got the Nurgle one that will, for now, use the strat to stay hidden, oh. and then have mass legionnaires in rhinos and just be. Annoying. I'm really, I'm really annoyed at David here. Why? Like because we were having a discussion about what to take, and I was like, oh, he's like, what do I tech into? I'm like, all you have to tech into is Necrons. Like that's the only thing CSM like has to like struggle to beat, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else in the game they beat pretty handily, um, but I'm like, okay, just tech, tech for. Necrons, how can you do that? I'm looking at some random things. I was like, oh, just stick this Master of Executions in, David. This will be fun. He had like 80 points left, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. He'll fit right in. He's decided and... to go with an extra unit of Legionnaires. No! Terrible choice! Put the Master of Executions in. He's amazing. Like, picking out those little Technomancers it, in those smack, Wraith it units. It's of uh, Manny Chima influence, that one. So you yeah, this, extra... is, this is Manny Chima. I just, get, I just get trumped by Manny, right? Let's be honest. Oh, so, so uh... What's in your Votan list? What have we got? My Votan list is just 
double check. Vehicles and vehicles and warriors vehicles. Yeah, so warriors. Oh, many Sagittars. Oh, okay, right. All the Sagittars. Yeah, you obviously take six. You play Votan, you take six. It's as default. Yeah, you do the first thing you list. Thunder King, six and yeah. three Thunder King, and then Berserks, Berserks, Hearth Guards, yeah, standard stuff, Hearth God, Hearth God. Land Fortress. So, this is going to be a Land Fortress full of Thunder King. No, no, no. So the Land Fortress has uh, five Hearth God inside it. So my, my Hearth Guard are only in five man units. People yeah. take them in tens, but tens are so overkill. Like, if you, um, like, the maths on five half guard disembarking a land fortress um, still kill um, an occultist brick. They're dead. That's quite a lot of shooting. Yeah, it's, it's five guys. They have 15 shots of dev runes, and they have 5d6 plus 20 from the blast shots. Yeah, the blast and then shots. You spend, yeah. And then one, one CP, they get sustained twos. So they they just pump, and then obviously the land fortress gives them full wound rerolls. They just pump. <laughs> that's that. I think that's the technical terminology, isn't that, Tony? It's definitely just, 40k just terminology pump. right there. Oh, how did you go? I got pumped by yeah by a little dwarf. <laughs> well, Perfect. But yeah, it's good. Next team English merchandise is a little T-shirt of a dwarf going. You got pumped. That's, that's I'm calling it. I right like there. it. <laughs> it's it's, it's a bit of fun though. So um, I've been. I haven't played Rotan at all this edition. Um, you so ran them at last year's. Um, yeah, I ran them a lot last year. Event, uh, what's it called? The Manchester Warhammer Fest. Yeah, or yeah. They were they were fun then. It was just eighteen bikes nonsense. Just if you go first, you win. Um, well, that with that the terrain as they had it at the time. Yeah, that was. That was <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Whereas now it's just going. All right, I'm playing the Russian doll game. I'm just <laughs> stuff popping out everywhere, all over the place, no, just no, causing I havoc. But it really it does damage like. Um, well, this next list, you've got the chaos list. It's quite a put forward plonky list. You've got yours as vehicle spam. You do quite good damage. This next list is bodies galore, and I played this on uh, a practice game the other day when I was messing around with with my flavor of Eldar list. I was going to run, and this is yeah. Ed's essentially Black Templar's horde. And he, what he's done recently is dropped a load of bits and he's dropped some chaff and some tools and gone six lots of five heavy intercessors and just absolutely spammed out bodies. And I think if you can handle that many bodies, great. But it just it does quite effectively go forward and score secondary missions. So you've got oh, to amazing. really aggressively go at it to stop it scoring. This looks interesting now. And I don't think this gets too badly by the balance data slate if it comes to that later. It actually, yeah, it gets better because heavy, even though he's using heavy assault incestors now, they went down in points. So Some of the bits went up, but Juicy. I think you probably yeah. are, you just see there's so much redundancy in the list. You can lose something to make up the points. So it's a Castellan to give somebody feel no pain 5+, plus. Grimaldus to do the same with another thing, Helbrecht being a boss, and then he's got five-man Crusader squads. They went up 10 points, but they still get the same weapons options, which I think is crazy. They're still OZ2, and they still get to re-roll yeah. advance and charge moves, which is so fantastic for a line unit. 75-point line unit that can reserve has a heavy weapon has a special weapon has a combat weapon has a pistol for me they're, they're scouts plus I just yeah. take those over scouts all day every day fantastic and then the heavy intercessors just bring a lot of reasonable firepower and are annoying to get through and they're you know their inherent uh, data sheet ability to go plus one to their save when it's they're on an objective on the certain weapons is amazing again so you're going okay that's great yeah they're really deceptively tough and just having access to assault in that uh, unit oh, as well yeah. so They've got assault, they've got heavy weapons, they've got a bit of combat ability, they are yeah. really useful. And then the two big blobs, Primaris Crusaders, with the characters in, so they just create a big 
Yeah. Some army's really scary unit that's coming at you because you shot at it. And then it's, no, he's gone. So he's added some assault intercessors. I suggested those because it, the speed of a unit, because he's got so many infantry, having a quick unit to catch something out or to outflank or deep strike is annoying. And then it's the classic Space Marine triple scouts. But he's got a Calendars this time. That is a good change. I do like that, giving him an extra yeah. effect in the list. Bit of movement. Yeah, yeah really that's really well. useful. That, that's quite a clever list. I think that's going to catch some people out. Yeah, it's it's very it's very stat checky. If you come into this in teams, it's perfect teams list. You know, if if like some matrices into this will just be red. Like I can't kill it, so I will just lose because I will never score more than five primary ever. And then it's very difficult to score secondaries if you can't get in the middle of the board. So yeah, very very good list. Yeah, I, I mean I played that with with wraith guard and even shooting him with the the wraith cannons. Just he rolls a lucky six here with cover here. I roll a one on the damage. He rolls feel the pain. Well, and mm. like, yeah. oh, I really am not killing these quicks as I should. Um, then we've got Guillaume. So, is Guillaume coming over from Team Belgium for the event, especially? Yeah, so um, Ed was looking for people, posted in the chat. Vic kindly sort of sent him our way. So, um, Amazing. really nice little stand in here. So, he's got classic Autark Way Leaper. He's got the Mandy Blasters, although myself, I believe that myself and uh, Jockle of uh, Ignite and Josh. Roberts of uh, Team England are all of the opinion that Mandy Blasters are very 2023. 2024 is definitely Banshee Mask, so you get fight first. Because Mortal Wounds on sixes is... Yeah. Fugan. I'm dropped Fugan. I think he's he's okay, but he opens up Assassinate because he's always going to die twice. And he doesn't advance and shoot, and he's got strength five axe, so with all the tougher things in the meta, I just feel like he's there going, die! Fucking die and like mm. smacking you on the head with the hilt of his hammer with his axe sorry it i don't know utility is great and you always hear marine players go oh he kills marines troop master he's killy so we're gonna have falcon ah yeah i see where this is going falcon fire dragons night spinner night spinner, triple night spinner hawks troop spiders 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 there they are 10 wraith guard on their last outing before they go back to the uh craft world to sit in the Wraithbone Forest and think about that addition where they were good for a bit. Oh, oh there's so many people with so much sympathy in the world right now. Not. Sad times for my beautifully painted Wraith God. They Get brought, off. They brought a tear to your eye when you saw them. And then yeah, they we've were... got Matt Bell of Team Blast. I don't think I've met Matt. No, oh, so Matt Matt was... Uh, you, you will have met Matt. Matt was the one who um, drew against Will at last event. I'll yes. To, I will have to hunt him down and say hello. That is a uh, quite a feat to draw ninety eight. Yeah, so um, you know, I I joined the team and I was like, Ed, I want to play Necklons. Matt's already on the team. He's playing Necklons. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fair enough. I'm like, I'm not going to knock someone off the team. Well, come on then, yeah, you 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 I'm critique playing. this list for me then, because you're Mister Necron. So um, he's gone down the Knoptek Court route, which um, I think for teams at the minute, like, honestly, even if it wasn't UKTC, if it was, if this was. Um, WTC terrain, for example, I'd actually look at something um, similar to what Dave Gaylord ran last event. Okay. Um, because it is just extremely durable. Um, but this this has the advantage of you know big open fire lanes UKTC. Um, you can take triple Doomstalker, and it's just such a good firebase to protect um, your wraith just from just getting annihilated. Um, because what what can happen is you play against something you know similar to like Alex Harrison's. Um, Black Temple vehicle spam, uh, spam that you ran, and that's going to be again. popular as a, as a marine archetype going forward. Yeah. I mean, lots of people have gone. Oh, I could put that many marine tanks on the board. That did quite well. Yeah. 
And he was unlucky to lose a game, if we're honest. Yeah, exactly. Um, and what that can do against uh, against Necrons is it can just just kill all the wraiths. Whereas if you have these three Doomstalkers, which are very very good anti tank, um, just sat there going, "All right, if you come out, then you're going to lose probably two tanks on the on the fight back." So plus what's so, the hit for the Doomstalkers? Are you just using the, um, fa- the faction rerolls depending on where you are on the objective? Well, to it's, go? it's it has it has heavy. And it also has access to uh, full hit rerolls, and you can you can often use heavy because you can put him out, and then um, they have a lone op strat, so can't shoot with it outside of twelve. Uh, so they can just stand in the open yeah. and just go. I'm going to hit on threes with full rerolls. I'm going to hit on fours with full rerolls. So you can bait some bad placement with that stratagem. Exactly. Yeah. So really, really strong firebase. So uh, to go with that, he's got um, two chronomancers paired with two units of immortals. I much prefer the Chronomancers and Plasmancers now. Um, Plasmancers um, were nice when you had the Mortal Wound strat. Um, I still didn't think it was massively necessary, um, but you know that's what tipped them over to the edge to do like 11, 12 Mortal Wounds, whereas now they don't have access to Mortal Wounds. Now they're just doing um, damage. They're, they're clearing off chaff. You know, even even stuff into like Catans, they'll, they'll do some work into Catans because they've only got a 4 plus save and you'll be AP1 when you're next to Zeraz. Um, so you know, with full wound rerolls, if a Catan sits on objective, they'll they'll chip them down. Um, I suppose the move then, shoot move is really useful for jumping on objective. It just it, it keeps them alive. Yeah. It's really obnoxious. Um, just just twenty dudes jumping out, shooting, jumping back in, like in like ah, can't really interact with that because you have eighteen race sat in front of them, um, which is again. Very, very, very stat checky. You know, I mean, played Eldar. I know that if you've got the Wraith Guard in front and the little aspect of warriors, whether it's Spectres or Hawks, doing the same thing behind it is annoying. People yeah. To interact with. Yeah. And then he's got a few bits of chaff in there: some Canoptic Scarabs, uh, some Tomb Blades. You know, and just the to do some points. Yeah. So, so a pretty nice spread. You've got quite, a, a, I'd say, a range of stat checks in terms of that army. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair to say. I think we've got. I think we've got very good. Um, army choices across the board um so you know we've got we've got a decent chance not expecting to win the event but well in, in like the top 10 we go it'd be nice bringing this up expected to win the event is team extinguish whoop, whoop. oh god Fawn from the dream of i want to say manny chiba <laughs> who i think might have lost the previous event to ignite and decided to call himself extinguish so every team event he goes to calls himself extinguish uh, we've got a range of people playing for a range of teams. You've got Nathan and uh, in, Nathan Roberts and Niz Wilson, who represent StatCheck. And then you've got Josh and Mandy for Glasshammer. And you've got me, Team England, baby, uh, through and through. And we've brought um, Space Marines, Necrons, Chaos Space Marines, Chaos Knights, and Eldari. We did weigh up some World Eaters for a long time, but I think they're too much for a five-man team matrix. And I wonder if they'll make it into eights because they're still unreliable and they need protection and pairings. And one of the killers, from, and you know this, and I've been, one of the killers in eight-man teams is having more lists than you want to that need protection. Really, you only want to have to have one list that you have to try and steer away from bad matchups. If you've got two yep. lists and three lists, it doesn't become a little bit harder. It become it doubles in difficulty at least every time. And when you get to some rounds where you've got four lists that can't play at least five or six of the other team's lists, it really is difficult to kind of navigate that because the other team knows that when they pair you can pair with impunity so I think yeah. I'm not surprised you haven't taken world eaters we haven't taken world eaters uh, but we've gone I think down the route that you might expect with some things Innes is running a um, space marines list that is inspired a bit by what 
He was already running. I think he was running the um, the Ironstorm at Nottingham. And I think he got that. But he's tweaked this to go, well, Crusaders are still great value. And then it's just hulls and transports and annoying scoring. And I kind of feel like this is where the meta is going to be heading. I feel like this is kind of sort of army where Marines are going to pivot to, the Eldar are going to pivot to, the CSM are going to pivot to, Sisters of Battle already do this with this quite well. Mm -hmm. Admech do it quite well. And you're starting to go, the game's going to become transports and little units rather than big old blobs. Because anything that's a big old blob that holds half the board as crazy as you see is getting slowly nerfed or lost. Armies like Orcs that always used to run that as a like a counter to the meta, kind of disappearing. You saw a Nids list at Vegas do quite well. There was lots of hordes, and lots of bodies, but just hit an open board and got ruined. And I think that that's the nature of the game really at the moment, just where the meta's headed. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously a lot of vehicles. Um, I think Wraithguard probably there, like just opens that up completely. Like them them disappearing is just going like, oh, we can we can play vehicles now without just losing two every turn for absolutely no hit back it's just like oh um so yeah that'd, that'd be interesting to see which we'll i think we'll talk about a bit later on oh yeah 100 percent. so that's in this list which is quite strong into a lot of things and i think there's a lot of things that that will stat check hard that maybe we won't expect it if they haven't played that before josh is running um some slight tweaks on his necron sticking with the canoptic core so it's kept at the plasmancers because i think he just likes those he's got cesaras he's got the technomancers so triple Technomancer, triple Plasmancer, he's gone triple Immortals, and then he's gone the Akanthrites, which is the kind of poor man's uh, Wraith, isn't it? And then double Doomstalker, double Scarab Swarm, triple Wraith. And I mean, this is exactly the same list that you ran. Uh, I don't think it's changed at all. I think he tweaked some of the Technomancer bits. You'll have to tell me, I think, because you played it and I didn't. He's got ten five five on the immortals. Oh, he had ten ten before. So right, okay. Yeah. Gives him a little bit more play in terms of moving around, a little bit more chaff, maybe. Okay. And I know the points have changed, but Manny was really happy with this chaos place green list. This is a very much a tweak to. This is bleeding edge efficient as he can make this. So this is corn chaos lord, chaos lord, chaos lord, triple commune, double rhino, triple accursed, tri uh, triple five chosen because whatever five kills, ten overkills. And then double Forge Fiend, Warp Talons, Plague Marines. Now this list wouldn't survive the points, updates, and changes. You'd look to go, well, the Dark Communes have gone up, the Cursed have gone up, they're not OC2 now, they only go back in one phase. The Nurgle strat's been nerfed down to being 18 inches instead of 12. You can't put mixed units in Nurgle Rhinos. I mean, there's a whole range of things here where you go. All the tricks in this need tweaking as a list. So it is interesting. It's, it's, it's horrible. It, nobody wants to play last, this list, right? Last, last hurrah for money. Get it gone. <laughs> See what other nonsense he comes up with after this data slate. Oh, he's going to have fun, isn't he? I mean, he, he yeah. says he's painting his custodies every time he gets a data slate update, but we're like, he's never taking that. So Nathan is running uh, Traitor Knights. He's got Warlock Stalker, and then he's got a fine selection of one, two, three, four, five, six brigands, and one, two, three, four, five carnivores, and then Nurgling, Scribes, and Changeling. And again, that's a list that won't survive the points changes. Knights themselves, not bad. Demon's friends all went up in points or lost abilities. Can you say Yeah. Stat check? You can say stat check. It's, 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 just, it's always a stat check, isn't it? When you play any version of Knights, it's always, it's always a stat check. I mean, they just don't have the tools to like play. Like, and then you know my I mean? favourite Elder list, Kane, you feel the pain. It's Autark Wayleeper, Avatar of Kane. Oh! Spirit Seer. 
uh, and the Incarn. And then we've got nice building, nice building, nice building. Rangers, Hawks, Hawks, Wraithguard. That's my list. I ha I hate this list, Tony. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, you just share with the world why uh, you hate it. That's fine. Uh, honestly, um, I mean, it's fine, but the terrain that you're playing on is just makes it. So if I, if I compare this list to the recent one that made it to the <sighs> final with Josh at uh, Knotts, you literally take the Avatar of Cain, you drop him, and you put three into War Spiders in, and that is the same point. That's the that's the difference. Three thirty-five yeah. plus ten, three forty-five, three into War Spiders. But and they that... do they do stuff right? Avatar, Avatar. The problem is in the in the meta where Catans exist, and everyone is taking to kill Catans. An Avatar of Cain and the Incarn is a worse Catan. I can't believe it, your lack of faith. I find disturbing. It will. And I think it will walk out. How fast does it move? Eight? Does it move eight? On UKTC ruins, the problem is like you have to like move back because you can't like stand out in like to the side because there's always there's always angles to get shot. He moves ten. Um, he moves that. ten. Fine. He, he moves ten and then dies uh, <laughs> as soon as he wanders into the midboard. He can just he also will, advance he, six and go sixteen and sit in a ruin. Great. He can fire um, and fade. It's fine. What? Brilliant. Well done for him. Um, He's really yeah, happy with that. That's a lot. It's a lot of points to pay for something that's going to die to some some blokes with some uh, grenades. Yeah, I, uh, I I tried the the twenty man wraith guard build out in a couple of games, and I, it was that or this. I'm very much. It's the core of the list is the same. It's what you plug in on that extra unit, and you go well. The twi the, the wraith guard need farseers. Like well, I, I, you need some sort of faithless manipulation when you've got twelve and you roll one or two sixes and everything else is kind of useless trash dice. You've basically lost mm -hmm. the fact your faction buff is non-existent. So you need to take farces, which means you need to lean into assassinate, or you need to put farces into units that are even more expensive. You need reroll hits on one of those Wraith Guard units, and you probably need minus one to wound on one of those Wraith Guard units. And it's like you just lose so much utility with having to support it. I just don't think that that is a good build. I know 20 Wraith Guard, well, it's going to disappear soon, is scary on paper, but I don't think it has great list balance internally. I think you're relying, like if you play any sort of Vanguard Marine list or anything like that, you haven't got re-rolls on those Wraith Guard. You could quite easily just whiff. And you can't Phantasm both. And good players will put you in a pinch where you, where one of them is going to get hit. And just relying on saves. Or even worse, you just you somehow get a character in and you um, challenge out the the Warlock, the Spirit City, and kill him. That That is crippling to that unit. Especially if you've got a faction that's got minus one to hit over 12, for example. So I I quite like this list, Chris. I think it's going to be a good laugh. I think I'm going to run it at people. And yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I mean, and then some some matchups you will absolutely crush because they can't they can't deal with Avatar and Incarn and Triple Knight. No, and I think that the, the strength of this relies on the now nerfed Triple Knight Spinner because the ability to kill something and yeah. pop an Incarn over is still the thing that you go, well, that's what we're leveraging in this list. You've still got the Wraith Guard doing the Wraith Guard things. And I guess I feel happier that I can put all my points into moving that around. I've got rid of Fugan, and again, everything that Fugan does, the Avatar does better, but he is 200 points more. So, let's see if that pays off. I I think I'm still haunted by the swinginess of the War Spiders at Nottingham. They let me down big. In the, in the big games, they rolled low, and in the in the games where I was already winning, they went, oh, have some extra sprinkling dice. So, I can't uh, believe you haven't even got one unit. This is a... Uh... Well, that, those are the things you cut because they're ex they are premium. Yeah, they're expensive. Completely. Well, if okay, we're okay. extinguished, we've got to talk about the team that we're trying to put out 
and that is a team of uh, well-known names in Team Ignite. So we've got uh, yeah. Brian uh, from applying for Team USA or made it onto Team USA. Um, so um, I, they're doing something a bit odd with their selection this year. He's made it onto like sort of a preliminary cut. Um, yes. So they take some members from last year's team, I think three or four, and then the other sort of four or five spots are taken by the the, the captain and like four new guys who didn't play on the team last year. Um, but we'll see we'll see whether that sort of sort of carries on in sort of future years. If that comes a pattern for them. Um, but yeah, he's made it onto that cut. I think there's about eight guys on it. And he's running so, guard. Uh, oh, you dirty sellout, Brian. And then Chris Radford is running Chaos Space Marines. He's obviously had enough of losing to them with his mate Normal Marines, and he switched. David is running Necrons. Yeah, Jockel is. We know him best as an Eldar player, but I think we're going to see from Liam BSL. There's been a funny switch here because normally you'd expect sort of Liam to be on the Death Guard and Jockel to be on the Eldar, right? I think maybe they tried it and both didn't enjoy the playstyle of the other one or were sick of the other one and they've just switched it out, especially if it's the end of a of an edition data slate type kind of approach. But if we go through those, Brian is running uh, Leonatus, Creed, Command Squad, dual primary psycho. I can genuinely tell you I've never seen a primary psycho this So session. they have like a they have like a good psychic attack. So I imagine these are gonna be inside those chimeras and it's like uh, I think it might be a flamer as well. Uh, either way, it's it's a deceptively good psychic attack for sixty point model to have. Um, so they'd be shooting out of the firing deck. What's that matter? We called good things in tanks. He's got yeah. a tank commander um, with all, all the trimmings, demolisher as standard, and then got double chimera with heavy flamers, heavy stubbers that can just pile around flaming with the guys inside. Triple Kazakin, jungle fighters, double flamers, a single squad of six Bulgrin, basilisk manticore, 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 triple sentinels. It's a lot of firepower, isn't it? If you can't handle the indirect, just wrecking yeah, you, lose. you lose. You lose. Yeah, um, that. One of the best armies in the meta at the moment? Uh, I think that's maybe a push, but it's just one of those armies that you like. no matter what you're playing, you don't want to play against. I remember because... editions ago when it was the leaf blower and you used to have to go, I hope I go first because then I can at least set up in places to die on objectives and score a bit and keep the game close. This has the element of that. It's only four things, but those four things that they roll high and you roll low can feel really punishing early games when they've got the Kazakin waiting to get in close and do 2d3 mortals and the, all the flamers out of the Chimeras that just keep dropping guys out of it. The Bulgrin are obnoxious to kill for 160. Can't believe they didn't go up. So yeah, it, it's a good list. We like it that. Yeah. Uh, Chris's Chaos Space means what's he done? He sold absolute out. sellout. Absolute sellout. Oh, and he's he got is. triple dark commune, double legionnaires, triple rhino, a curse, a curse, a curse, chosen, chosen, chosen. This is Will Whitaker's list, isn't it? Was it Manny's list? No. Uh, this is more. Has he got demons in it? Yes. No demons. This is more along Manny's line. So it's the triple, he has take... or triple commune. Yeah, the two. He's taking a brick of a brick of uh, ten chosen in this. So that that that's a choice. So he's dropped a lot of uh, well, not a lot. Is that a necron choice? You think? I, I believe so. Yeah. So the the ten man brick will run into unit raves and kill them. Um, pretty much every time. Um, oh. whereas you might struggle with that otherwise because going in and not killing them completely. It's just bad because they'll they'll reanimate, they'll just run away for a turn and just replace with another unit of wraiths, and then they'll while they're just reanimating in a, for a couple of turns in the back. So you have to just kill them in one go, which that does. Well, Chris, we love you, but we, we hate that you sold out. 
in the same way that I'm playing Eldar now. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no more high ground to talk about. And then David Gaylord, captain for um, Team Ignite. Uh, you can catch him and Vic over on the 40k Fireside podcast uh, talking about how they got on in Nottingham. Well done, boys. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got the Chronomancer, Chronomancer, Plasmancer, Nightbringer, Void Dragon, Cesaras, Stormlord, uh, Immortals, 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 Locus, 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 Monolith. I think I've seen this list before, Chris Kadir. This is this is very similar to Matt Laura's list to Elvio. I've got um, no problem with that. I've got no problem with looking online and going, I like that list. I like the tech. I think that's one of the coolest things about 40k in this edition that you can go and find the coolest and see them play and innovate and go, I want to try that. I've got those models. I can put that together. I can make my little tweaks for my own style. That, that That's something that maybe in the past was harder to do. And it, I mean, it was all forum-based. You had to troll through pages and pages to find it. Now it's at the click of a button with BCP. Um, so Dave's, Dave's list, I don't... Uh, you don't hate it, but you don't love it. Let's be honest. No, this, 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 I, I don't think this works on UKTC. Um at all. I the, feel monolith. Like the monolith is a big choice on the UKTC. It's on on player placed. It had the, it had the sort of advantage, and it can you know it can go into the middle of the board and have big ruins to hide behind. But it just, you don't have that on UKTC, so it could leverage its firepower and use it sort of you know get out six inches, um, and shoot with like the immortals for example. You know you teleport that three inches within in the middle somewhere, get the immortals out, shoot, that sort of thing. Um, can you do that on all in one see? turn with the, with the hypercrypt? You can get the monolith yeah. Down. So the, so the so the monolith. Um, so its its rule is um, at the end yeah. of the movement phase, you teleport the unit within six in, uh, not within six like uh, anywhere on the board or in deep strike, it can teleport in within six inches, but no other restrictions. So you can be an inch away from someone else. Um, so it's it's quite nice uh, being able to compare that with the three inch deep strike. But I feel especially when you're looking at some of the lists people are bringing, you know. Um, Innis is like firepower. If you play against Canoptic uh, Court with like Triple Doomstalker, anything, anything like that, um, Votan with just just guns and anti tank everywhere, just it, I, I think it's just going to die instantly as soon as it shows. Just it, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see. I mean, it's the, one of those. The one at the World Champs won him the game because he rolled the straight box cards with no rerolls to save it from an Incarn combat that would have killed it and meant that that. Monolith could stay in the backfield and wipe out a load of scoring and really push the score. So that mm. was an interesting result in the finals at uh, LVO. So we've got next, Jockel is uh, famously an Eldar player, but is running Death Guard. Talk to us about Death Guard here, Mr. Kinnear. This is another one of your favourites. You ran Yeah, I like Death Guard. Death Guard are fun. Yeah, so um, this is um, very much what of Liam ran. I think he ran this at Atlanta. I think exact same list so it's three units of biologus putrefiers so you know you can use four grenades in a turn if you'd like mm-hmm. um two foul blight spawns they give fight last to the unit uh the other thing with putrefiers they also give uh critical hits on fives and and lethal hits to the unit they don't really need points. lethal hits right. yeah you don't need lethal hits because pretty much every weapon you have has lethal hits but what it does do is it gives all your ranged weapons lethal hits like multi-melter and uh, not much <laughs> other multi-melters uh, just melter guns and like grenade launches and stuff like that so it's quite nice just to be able to go oh i've rolled a five to hit or oh, it's an auto wound of a melter Very these nice. 10 man plague marine squads are deceptively killing aren't they they don't reach into high ap land but it's just drowning you in weight of attacks and lethal hits oh they do damage. they do so they have so the ap2 base um 
And then what they also do is they'll generally 90% of the time be taking minus one to your save. So, you know, oh, we're yeah. talking about like a Marine. So you have to three up, you have a four up save, they're AP2, so you get a six up. And then there's a stratagem for an extra AP on top of that. So it's like, oh, cool. They're just slicing. Um, and then they also have access to so another stratagem. So you haven't got an invun save to hide behind. They're slicing through you, right? Yeah, yeah. And they get um, pair. The, the combination that works is with the Biologus Future Fighters. Um, there's a stratagem to give you sustained hits. Um, now, obviously, because you get critical hits on fives with him, so you get sustained and lethal fives with these guys, which, you know, is a very nice combo. So they're, they're just chop stuff up for very cheap. Um, so he's got four units of those, two units of five, and two units of ten. Um, and they go in uh, three rhinos, uh, and then that is followed up by the triple play burst crawler, which is pretty standard. Um, all got plague spitters, which I really like. Um, so these are the flamers. Um, so it's d6, strength six, AP one, one damage, ignore cover, but they're anti infantry two. Well, so, oh, maybe so he's, five. So he's for going this long, like the single shot last kind of equivalent. Yeah, they don't. They don't do a lot. Like they're just, they're just very, just they'll just mow down. They'll be very good into things, ones as well. So when the Technomancer joins the Wraith unit, they're all of a sudden infantry. So these guys are just putting a lot of hurt into Wraith bricks. It's funny the um, little tweaks like that, isn't it? You bring for the meta again. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's nice. Strange. It's nice. It's nice. And then triple brigand um, because if he did need anything as an extra bit of. Uh push or combat in the list he's got the brigands running around being annoying yeah that just that just open up the tanks that opens up the tanks allows the rate plague means to grenade charge shoot all that good stuff so yeah really really, really solid list nice that's a weird mixture of actually lots of infantry and quite a lot of mech in there as well because the plague bursts are quite hard to get there are two rhinos there are the three brigands as well quite fast maybe for a death guard list as fast as Death Guard can be, I suppose. Yeah. That's the slow little five. Well, the, yeah, but it's the option, isn't it, that to go, the the, tra the transport's pushing to those ruins early doors, the brigands run up at you, and then you go, oh, okay. They're, they're pushing. Yeah, the they'll, those brigands generally go into reserve, so they'll be coming on, especially on UKTC, because um, the, the sides of the boards are very open. So it's very easy to just pick a nice angle for yourself. And then Liam Vessel, list possible Eldar. Oh, so he's dropped all the things you'd expect and gone for things that might well be big in the future with all the things that people expected. So an yeah. all-top way leaper stays because you're always going to have one of those. Fugan stays, Troopmaster with Fate's Messenger because that, well, it's interesting, that's only going to affect the bearer. So that's actually really good on the Troopmaster. Ivrain, who buffs a big squad. You've got a Guardian squad who generate Fate dice for you. A Wave Serpent. Falcon, which lets a unit disembarking it have reroll wounds for the end of the turn. Fire Dragons, Spectres, Spectres, Skyweavers, Skyweavers. The, the Haywire Cannon's really good on them. And then Hawks for play, Troop, Troop, Spiders, Spiders, Spiders. This is a very, very much mission play Eldar, and I think that is probably where they pivot to. <clears throat> Whether you take an Avatar still or not, or you do take... Would you still take five Wraith Guard for the sake of what they do and they shoot? Probably not for 190. I don't know. I think I think this is a perfect Leonis because Leom is an exceptionally good player. And this list just lets you leverage that because there are so many tricks just running around in this list. I mean, it's what Eldar do. It's just it's a perfect, perfect sort of list for someone like Liam to play because he'll do stuff with this list. You might think it's not going to do much damage, but it'll, he'll make every unit just absolutely optimize its output to just to the nth degree. The unit I want to check out really interesting. So in running is the troops. You've got the 10-man troop and the 5-man troop. 
to go yeah, with Yvrain so. and the um, the Troopmaster because Yvrain gives up the big squad feel no pain. She's got some quite mean psychic attacks. She's not bad in combat. There's the the Vizark as well. There's another quite good close combat character for the Yin army. So there's loads of cool little. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have the Vizark. No, because I think it's Vizark or Troopmaster. But because you take in Fate's Messenger on the Troopmaster, I think right. that probably makes him just that little bit more efficient. What did Storm Guardians do? What are they there for? Because I'm not not too sure. Are they just little choppy boys? They seem quite expensive. 115 points for 10 10 L's with not great attacks. Then it's not so much about the attacks; it's about the fake dice. I think it is Storm Guardians are still, unless I'm going completely mad. Um, yeah, so we really, so they do. No, actually, they're Storm Blades. So if the unit's within range of an objective marker you control, that objective remains under your control, even if you have no models within range of it. Right, so they're sticking Sticky objectives. objectives. It's useful. Okay, yeah, I see. Because it's the other squad, though, you might see the defenders, because they generate fake dice. Okay. The same points. And as we'll soon see, if you're going to change Very the interesting. fake dice. Yeah. They're, they're a nice little mid-ground squad. They could be reasonably tanky. They've got double flame and double fusion gun. They've got, I mean, if they've got some close combat attacks, but you're not really scared about strength 3, strength 4 combat weapons, are you? I think it's more just they're there as a shield. They screen. You can throw a character into them if you really want to. Well, that is. Okay. Us, you, ignite. Do we have one more team we want to talk about? Should we talk about uh, our friend Nassim? Because I think we'll cry if we don't. War Masters. <laughs> and they thought this was War Masters A. Oh, sorry, everybody else. War Masters B. War Masters C, chill. One Bogmasters. Okay, then. So, captaining Warmasters 8. Nassim said he was the captain, and he is not. It's Andrew Bourbon who's captaining with Tau. Ethan Richards and Black Templars. Jack Tight is running Sisters, which is famously winning quite well this season in um, UKTC. Nassim is running his guard. And Raphael Harvinson has sold his soul from all things good and heroic, and he's fallen to the way of Chaos Space Marines for the last Yeah, but he's time. running a fun list. He's running a fun list. This let's is good. Start, let's start this with is... Raph then. Why do you like this list? Oh, look, it's got Abaddon. Oh, it's got Abaddon and 10 Terminators. It's oh, got Abaddon no. and 10 Terminators. I love you, Raph. How have you So done? this is... No, this is fantastic. This is a great, great list for the current mayor. Honestly, I love it. Okay, so, so, so Abaddon joins 10 Terminators. They get yeah. Nurgled and run up the board. Effectively, like this... This If you look at sort of what currently people are taking at the minute, um, uh, Necrons being the big boogeyman, this, this deletes Necrons, like... If you're if you're listening to this and you're going up against this weekend, do not put this as a good matrix if you're playing Necrons because it will destroy you. Um, it'll just be just punting Wraith bricks off the board every turn, and so, you will so never be able to kill it. Interesting efficiency. So he's got the single Rhino for the two units chosen. He's got the Terminator squad. He's got Nurgle curse so they can push out, and then he's got double Forge fiend Raptors warp talents. Warp talents. Over Raptors? Yeah, warp, warp, warp talons. Yeah, warp, warp, warp talons over Raptors every day for the 10 points extra. So Ra Ra I think the, the only reason he's to not taking two your units warp talons is because he's got two points. He's done so many points. points. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So then, yeah, so he's got good shooting, but he's got that big push unit with Abaddon that, again, like you say, is really good into some of the meta units and just removes them. Because Abaddon yeah, himself so kills most things in one round of combat, right? Uh, that uh, pretty, Yeah, he will... He'll kill, like... Three, four wraiths, something like that. Oof. 
just yeah. himself. And then you have 10 Terminators. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, yeah. With uh, Power Fist, Chain Fist, a lot. Um, their, their shooting is also incredible into these races because they're anti-infantry. I was uh, just about to say, because they're anti-infantry, four plus dev rooms, all the combo yeah. weapens. So with, that was it I was looking, with, looking for. Yeah. Exploding fives, full rerolls to hit, full rerolls to wound, you're dead. Get off the board. Don't even... Don't pass go. Do not collect two hundred pounds. Straight to jail. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is what's happening there. Don't need to play that one. So we've got Raf on that. We might as well talk about him. The infamous Nassim. So he's running his guard list that he's been tweaking in and international war crimes is what he's called this. <laughs> that's necessarily an appropriate name. In the current, uh, it's just a NAS name, isn't it? Well, Lord Solar Leonardo's platoon command squad with the of course Quilla, uh, double tank commander because now he's getting a lot of mileage out of them in Creed. And then the Kachan's Death Corps. So he's got, yeah, he's gone for his double Bulgun, triple Kazakin. Yeah. And then Manticore, Manticore, Manticore. Only two Scout Sentinels this time. So he sacrificed to get the extra Bulgun in and gone with the extra little bits with the double tank commander that we've seen compared to the others. So we go back to Brian's list. Brian's got a bit. He only has one tank. tank He has one one tank commander in the Basilisk instead. Uh, An extra. Don't know if I prefer Brian's list over the seams. That's interesting. No, I think I prefer Naz's. Why do, why do you like it? Do you like the extra redundancy um, units in terms of... The, the second tank commander I, um, on this terrain yeah, I find very valuable. Um, they can just cover two flanks. Yes, exactly that. Okay. Jack type so, sisters. Yeah, this, is, this is a... You've played this version? Uh, no, I haven't played this version. So, Catherine. Sisters, again, sisters, it's the triple castigator. So, so he didn't do as well with that in Nottingham, and I thought that he might par- he might pivot back off that, but he has stuck with it. No, it's I, I think that these guys these guys are saying if Necrons want to turn up, you're going to lose. Um, the the Castigators are probably the best thing they have in the army to kill Wraiths. I mean, I know I'm talking about Wraiths a lot because they are just going to be everywhere. Yeah, because like, they're an army that everybody had loads of Wraiths from previous editions sitting in the yeah. box, and they're able to go, "Cool, I've got 18," because you just used to run 18 or not. And they're so tanky. And they're, yeah. what, with the characters, 900 points of your list? 800 points of your list? Then you're taking uh, a couple of cool monsters because you're taking yeah. two or three Catan. I mean, makes Necrons not a hard army to buy into. Yeah, so with with the Castigators and then you have the Paragon Warsuit Brick as well, like, they'll, they'll, they'll chew through them. Yeah, Val um, gives them a good buff to the G. It's three three suits? Yeah. The one thing they did, they have to, what, they have to look out for the... Uh, Doomstalkers, doom stalkers but you know the cascaders will kill them you know um they, they can only stratagem one of them so maybe he'll bait one into die. shooting his castigator and then have it explode in, in the middle of his whole army and give it plus one to hit and wound what do you think chris do you think that's a that, that's a jack type play that sounds like such a good idea you know right like <laughs> too, too soon too soon uh, ethan ethan richards i don't know ethan do you know ethan um no i'm not familiar with okay ethan, ethan. Sad that you're playing with this bunch of losers, but there you go. You've got Grimaldus as the Warlord, can't argue with that. High Marshal Hellbrecht, and then you've got Chaplain, Chaplain, Lieutenant. Oh gosh, he's going for the rerolls all over. Primary Squad, 280 points. Primary Squad, 280 points. He's gone big blobs. He's gone 20, 20, 10, 10. Jump Pat Squad, Infiltrators, and then Sword Brethren on uh, 5, 5, 2 Scout Squads, and then he's got the Impulsors for the Sword Brethren as well. That's interesting. Yep. So that gives them some nice little push units. Again, it's hard to pop boxes. They are almost chosen light. Are they chosen light? I thought these guys were like absolutely ridiculous, weren't they? 
So, yeah, uh-huh. sword brethren are... Okay, so sword brethren give you plus one attacks or plus one damage. So they're really good with some of the crazy buff characters Black Templars could bring to go, oh, I can actually put some damage through on this big target. However, they still struggle with the inevitable things with reads of they struggle with no reroll wounds and they struggle with um, general general damage output through low AP. And you go to Black Templars characters for that. And then you look at things like the Emperor's Champion, or they've got reroll wounds against the characters. He hasn't got that in this list. So he's probably going Chaplains and the Blobs to give reroll hits in combat. Grimaldus in William 1. Hellbeck to be one of the, the Soul Brethren squads. And then you go in, right, they're just a good counter option, but they don't deliver a Chaos Lord. And really, for what, 200 points is it? They're delivering Hellbrecht, come on. He's got to be better than Hellbrecht a Chaos Lord. Hellbrecht is not better than a Chaos Lord. He's no way, okay. I don't believe you. He's okay, but Hellbrecht hasn't got the ability to reroll hits and wounds and generate um absolute crap ton of mortals, dealt dev wounds, and go, oh, look, no saves. And that's that's what you want, isn't it? No, I lost an entire... I played Eldar once and lost an entire unit of Wraith God this guy, so I don't believe I've always just clobbered him to pushes, death with Wraith God in my pushes, games because he's usually him on his own with a couple of wounds by the time I've got to him. Well, doesn't he have like anti psycho two plus dev wounds or something? It's like I swear there's something they can get. That's like no, they've, they've got they've got a, an army wide thing that basically lets them ignore psychic damage on a two plus. It's again, it's a real heartbreaker when you play when you deploy and you go, oh look, thousand suns two plus. So it's it's really painful. But the um the army is really good because it's still going to flood the board with loads of marine bodies that are in cover that are getting cover saves that can pop AOC that can advance and can move when you shoot them. Are good in combat, re-roll all the hits, and they're just going to go, I'm on the objectives in the middle, can you kill me? It's a real stat check. Um, and not the kind of horde that if you can just go, oh, any old gun will kill them. They just don't fall over as easy as you want to. And then I do like the primary squads inside the impulses to come charging out. They are poor man's chosen, but they still do the job of, that can push up quicker than the other squads. And if you have got things like Night Spinners or Earthshakers, Basilisks, that slow down those units... Well, you're not killing that impulse in a round, so it's pushing into a ruin. I'm probably getting at least one turn where I push and charge something or tag an objective, kill something for no prisoners, whatever it might be. Okay. Gives that list options. So I do like that. Uh, he's gone Righteous Crusaders for all those... Should be good. Of ...jank. Uh, and that leaves Andrew with his Tau. Andrew mains Tau, right? I'm not going mad here. I believe so, yeah. Uh, so he's got Aimvar, Dark Strider, Cold Star, some, some standard stuff, example of the Carrion on the Cold Star... Of course, shield drones. Breaches, breaches, breaches. Pathfinders. Unit two broadsides, bringing the rare rifles and the fire support. Big old blob of plasma cyclic. Um, Crisis battle suit. So double plasma cyclics. Is that a nod to Necrons? I feel like it is. Uh, I've seen it a lot. I think a lot of people taking plasma over cyclics now. Just, just, just so you're just not like just dying. Um, because <laughs> it a big stops the damage back, doesn't it? Yeah, because when you're rolling like like eighteen dice, oh brilliant! But yeah, air compressors going off in the background, fantastic. Well, um, the, the plasmas are a little bit longer range. The range twenty four, and it's the three damage for me, isn't it? You're you bringing lots and lots of three damage shots. Wraith yep, guard don't yep, want to yep. play that. You can shoot them outside of. Re- That's the other thing. You can get bead on wraith guard and shoot them outside of repercussion range. That's massive for this unit as well. It gives them range, keeps them alive, because there's only the one unit, so they're probably just going to be 
jump shoot jump in like if they ever get into a dangerous position and then triple riptide with iron accelerator yeah they're very tanky like the damage output's not great but you know 180 points you're looking like nice i mean you, know, you, can, you can yeah you have to educate a lot to kill them if you're gonna if they can shoot you though and they can get town buffs off for you know guided and target marking market targets it's it is a lot of shots of high strength, good AP, good damage. Just put the shots out there, I think. And then he's got the devilfish, breacher fish running around being annoyed, playing for the game. Not a lot of yeah. chaff in there, not a lot for secondaries, not a lot for bring it down, actually. Because you could get tempted into that, but then devilfish hide and tetras are annoying. The riptides stay back. The crisis don't have to get in your face anymore. Yeah, they don't kill themselves when they shoot, so... No, so it's interesting, isn't it? It, it might be a bit of a trap to go bring it down on that. Yeah, potentially, very much. Mm. Well, those are by all means, by no means, sorry, the main lists of the event. Those are just the teams that we have England interest in and we'll be watching that as part of our selection process to go, how are these guys doing? Um, how are they doing during the event? And you can find all of these teams on Best Coach Pairings and you can go through and you can see the teams by name. You can go find the lists and the factions and it is worth a look because even though the data slate has dropped, the game hasn't changed so much. And we did want to spend a little bit of time tonight talking about the fact that there's been a data slate. Shall we talk about it? I've got it up. Let's do it. Let's go through it. So Actually, to get, I'll get it myself or everyone. Uh, well, let's go through the core rules. Dev wounds. I mean, dev wounds are in the has, same place. We're happy hasn't changed. Changes. Yeah, yeah, so the, the I, I was listening to the... Uh, the meta watch before so you can tell what's changed because there's a plus sign next to it great change great change to the data slates because you don't want to have a weird little set of colors where you go oh my gosh i don't know what's happened how much is this changed has this not changed i'm just reading it weirdly have i misremembered it so the data slate changing devastating wounds previously has stayed stratagems stayed insane bravery stayed uh cp cost Overwatch stayed and Ruins has already stayed to tweak things. I'm on to page two because we're straight to faction rules, aren't we? At that point. Yeah. And yeah. you're going. Israel changes. This is where the good stuff is. So, the Triumph of St. Catherine. So, while friendly adopters towards you within six, perform up to two acts of faith per phase instead of only one. Did that used to be. We were having this chat before. Did it used to be unlimited or it was just a. Yeah, so this, this was the I hate you, you can't kill me. Uh, I believe. <laughs> uh, so it used to be unlimited. So if you had, you know, you used to play against sisters, you get to battle around three, four, five, and they haven't used a lot of miracle dice. There's only like 20 in the pool, and they can just pass as many as they want, like saves or damage or whatever it is, because they can use infinite amounts in the St. Catherine. Now, now, normally, it's one. Yeah. Now she lets me use two. And it was that. Yeah. St. Catherine would hide, because she's a big ass model that counts as an infantry, would hide in yeah. the ruin. And then just come out shouting faith, and we have yeah. twenty dice to keep her alive through whatever it was. Because she had good faith dice rolls, not faith dice, faith dice. Then you were, it was just crazy. Yeah, not a massive faction debuff though. And there's been some interesting no, point changes it, for the sisters. Yeah, I need, I need to look at the points, but you know, I, if she hasn't gone down, allow quite me, sir. So we've got so arcos have gone up a little bit. They're now three for forty-five or ten for one fifty. I still feel like that is you're taking them. Val's got up to 145. Um, 
but Triumph stayed at 125, okay. and I think she's great for that. Exorcist went up to 180, but he's already probably been dropped from a lot of sisters' lists. Yeah, yeah, you look leaning towards Castigators, but you're going to tell me they've gone up as well. No, Castigators have stayed the same, 140. They haven't? Wow, okay, right, 100%. Yeah, Zephyrum at 60 points. You're taking 15 Zephyrum, aren't you? 60 points yeah. for five, you're just going 15 On, guys. I, mean, I think they're, what, are they 70 or 75 at the minute? Great drop. They were. They're really good. Paragons went down to 170. So Val's gone up, Paragons have come down. I imagine that unit's probably similar in points then. Um, I'm, what I'm, now, gonna do. So... I'm gonna go back to ITT and I'm just gonna search up. Go back to Warmasters and just look at Jack's list and just see how much he's happy about this data snake chains. So Triumph is the same. Val has gone up to what do we say? Ooh. Well no, she's got up to one four five, so that's not bad. She's gone up twenty points. And then he's going to have Archiflagent's gone up 20 to 60 points. The Castigates are the same. His Paragons have gone down, though. So his Paragons are now 30 points. So he's probably losing a little unit somewhere. But he's already dropped the Exorcist, so he's ahead of the curve. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I'm just looking. Ret Retributors at 105. That, lo that looks tasty. That does look tasty. <laughs> oh, no. I hate Retributors. What? Bad visions of multi melters. Custodies. So, models from Yaga have the feel on the plane works against mortal wounds and critical wounds caused by attacks with the devastating wounds ability. Ooh, that's big. Yeah, great. So this is this is what they've, they've needed, right? So, they've struggled because devastating wounds used to just be more wounds, so their ability worked. That got taken away, but now it's back. Fantastic. Great change. I think good. that is the, the faction buff they needed. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And now they're now they're allowing you to take um, bigger units slowly again, slowly but surely. Yes, not not quite up to like the nine mans that they had before, but you can take five now. So, or is that the? Or is that the? Oh no, that is so that this is what it was before. So the only change is that one at the top. It used to be six or nine man wards. Yes, and, and ten. Yes, man now guards, they're so it's just five. four to five. Yeah, okay, that that's it. That's how it is now. But it's okay, one. Fine. Is it a leader and four to five wardens? So it's six man squads. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But there used to be like ten man squads running around, which is. Here's our first change to one of the big boys. So Eldar get six fate dice, and you can roll with fate's messenger. It's only the bearer, so you aren't sticking a big, block of wraith guard with a dude holding a special gem that makes them better. So that's less obnoxious. Phantasm is D6 inches, and you can't embark. Um, El... I don't... <sighs> we'll, we'll come back to that one in a bit. Okay. El Eldrad gives you the three additional to give you nine. That was always the thing, which is clarifying, because the 12 could throw people off. Night spinners yeah. don't stop you advancing. They just slow you down. So they're far less useful, and I think they probably go, because they've come with a points increase as well. And then yes. the Incarn is once in each of your turns. So you can only do it in your own turn, not in your opponent's turn. That is a that is a big nerf to a model that's already quite expensive. So I will be interested to see that if she's only an offensive piece rather than a defensive piece, she lets you she doesn't let you play the same way with the army. And I wonder if she's gonna remain in lists. And then Wraithguard, the thing that really I'd have kept him at five man, right? I'd I'd have, I'd have kept Wraithguards to units of five and kept them the same. Not kept them at units of ten but you can only shoot back at something that shot you if you get killed. It's fine. It stops the, like, I think if you're sort of just starting to play the game, um, I think that's a very horrible interaction. 
So for newer players, it's, it's just horrible to get like caught out by something like that. Whereas this makes a lot more sense. Like, you know, I've shot you. Okay, you can shoot me back. I understand. It's very simple because there's so many different weird scenarios where you'd you'd like. I, I mean, we hit with this came up the other day where you know Helbeck fought on death, like got killed by Wraith God in combat, fought on death, and then the Wraith God because Helbeck was removed after he'd fought on death yeah. could shoot another unit yeah. completely separate to that combat. And it was like, oh, so, it's horrible. I agree with you, but I'm an elder player, so I'm sad. <laughs> get get in the bin. Get gone. But the one that made you grim was Phantasm. Why did that make you grim? Yeah, I I yeah, I still don't think it's gotten rid of the the main gripe that I have with Phantasm, in that it punishes your opponent so heavily. Like I'm st I'm still gonna have to spend my entire turn going, oh, what's he gonna Phantasm? Where's he gonna Phantasm? Oh, this is gonna be really annoying if your Phantasm's here. Or you know, taking so much time and so much sort of mental capacity. But it's a normal move up to be six with no rerolls. I yeah, mean, but it's it's how how often were you moving the full six inches? Most of the people putting them out just behind a ruin. Okay, I'll move like if I move two inches, I'll get behind a ruin. Fine, you know it's. I still I still think it's going to be a problem. I really I, I wish they'd have changed it. If you move within nine, it can move six. Like like every other strategy in the game is. You know you've you've changed the night spinner to be the same as as every other rule is similar. Change this one to be the same as every other rule that's similar, because then you know it keeps up with the theme of tenth, you know, um, with these um, unique special rules where they're they're, they're different, but they the same things are across all the different armies, but they're like they're, they're the same. <laughs> Whereas Eldar have a rule is different to everyone else's, but should be the same. I I, I don't like the change. I, I wish it. And there you go. From, 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 from the salty place of a man touched by Eldar in previous games. There we go. Outrageous. Yeah. How dare we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean it's better than it is now, but yeah. Yeah. Voice of command for Astromiltarum. So that's how the changes is officers can issue orders and then the officers can issue orders in your command phase at the end of the phase in which they disembarked for transport or set up on the battlefield. So that's interesting. What's the change here? I think it's the disembark, right? Or is that always the thing? I'm assuming so. I thought, I thought always thought they could anyway. So uh, I think the issue okay. was you could issue an okay. order from a transport, um, or maybe there's something where you get out of a transport. I don't know. That's an interesting. Oh, okay, is it because they can do it in the command phase and when they disembark? Is this the change? Yes. So they can do it twice in a turn. They can do two orders. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Because, well, that makes Naz's guard a little bit better, but he can't use it this weekend. <laughs> Blood Angels get, oh, they're even stronger in combat. Yeah, I don't think it's probably enough to bring them Move back. Move on, nobody's using it. Right, yeah. Chaos Demons. In each, the number of non-battle line units with the keyword you include this way cannot be greater than the number of battle line units with the keyword you include in this way. Ooh, so they're making you fa faction focus your demons a little bit. Yeah, I like that. I like this change. So you can't take all Nurgle battle line and then all Slanesh non-battle line. Yes. You can still mix was them. That, was, that, was that a problem before? No, I problem. but I think they're maybe trying to flavour the armies so you can't just cherry-pick the best units from demons. 
Yeah, fair enough. Because what what was happening before was you'd just take a bunch of greater demons, right? That's basically how demons were playing. But now, I think with a bunch of changes, they're going to be very sort of infantry focused. Is, also, does that not also limit your allied detachments in that you can't go like three Zinch characters and two Nurgle? Uh, like I know Nurglings have been nerfed because OC. So one of the big nerfs actually that we we skipped over. The OC zero units can't claim objectives. Oh, hmm. Does this apply to allies? Not sure. I think it does. So you couldn't take nerglings, nerglings, blue scribes. Yes, which I think will catch people out. Whereas the thing about um, OC zero units can't do objective things. Is that in a clarification? Or am I making that up? Uh, I might be in the rules commentary. Okay. So I know that that's there. I've seen that talked about. So you've got, you can't just spam the good characters without taking a Zinch battle line. So that's going to be interesting. And then Marcus Dictator's Detachment Rule Restriction Section for Care Space Marines. Right. So you can't take Nurgle Rhinos and put non Nurgle stuff in it and use the strat. And the Nurgle strat that makes things untargetable out of 18 and have uh, 12 and have stealth is yep. 18. So that's Amazing worse. change. And then I don't know why this hasn't applied to anyone else with this access to distraction. There's only the Necron one, right? Yeah, it should it should have been it should have been done. I, I think I agree with you. The game should be consistent in that abilities like that. We want you to have that ability, but it's the same range. So it's not to be confusing. But I think that it's more What's the word? egregious on a transport with a really efficient combat unit in it than it is a Doomstalker. Sorry, Tony. Uh, <laughs> I am here. No, um, right. You were just in deep in thought about my excellent point about the Doomstalker. No, I was just interrupted two seconds. Um, right. Yeah, I think the, 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 the Necrons haven't been changed right in this in this data set at all. It was probably too soon. Um, Maybe, but I just think, like I said, I think looking at the meta, Necron Doomstalkers don't need a change on that currently. Chaos Rhinos did. And they it was Wraiths, two... though. Wraiths have access to that, so you can't shoot Wraiths out of the 12. So. Okay. But then Wraiths aren't, again, as, they're still not as game-changing as a charging Chaos Lord and his five puddies. Or two Chaos Lords and two units of puddies that all charge out the same Rhino that you couldn't target. That's worse. Yeah, you can at least charge that rhino and tag it, but you've got to tag it and wrap it, and that's hard to do. Like your wraiths can be can still be shot, they can be charged, they can be engaged. Maybe they're not as scary to engage. That fair to say? I mean, yeah, but the wraiths don't do much damage. So all of that, I think, makes that less effective. And then you've got the accursed cultists. We mentioned it earlier. Commiserations, Will Whitaker. Your borrowed army. I wonder if I don't think Will ever bought that army. I think he always borrowed it. So their OC is actually one. What a shocker. And you can only grow them back in your own phase. That's how it should be with any grow back ability. Because growing them in your opponent's phase is just again, it's like super you, you complaints about Phantasm. Yeah, it's super feel bad. It's really difficult to play with. Catch players out. And then we move yep. over to Oh, there's one more one more you've missed out, Tony. Have you missed out? Provain Zeal. Or did you just talk about this when I was completely zoned out? I was do you know so, what? I, I, I skipped over. Apologies. So you can only, only reroll wounds. 
yeah, it doesn't change massively from like I mean, maybe we'll talk about some example of this where I think will be good now. But um, one CP roll hit I, wound though, right? If I had that in Space Marines, that would be my most used stratagem. Yeah, it's fantastic, amazing. Because Space Marines, as a book, has pivoted to units that can either bring crap loads of shots or can bring reroll wounds inherently and then use oath for reroll hits. Yeah. So you've lost reroll hits, but you still got reroll wounds, and the Abbey still yeah. gives reroll hits on things. He gives reroll hits anyway. Who cares? So you bring Abaddon. <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Apologies, that is a big change. I skipped over it, and we move down to Death Guard. Spread the sickness is the change they brought in previously, right? So it's just yeah, that's that's not changed. It. That's the same, yeah. So the, what they've done is they capped the grenade spam to just one additional. So you know you can grenade for one P, and then one other Biologus Putrefier can do it for free. Um, oh, but so once you can't... per battle per Putrefier. Yeah, that, that's always been the same. It was always once per battle. But um, what could happen is in one literally uh, phase, you could, you could get hit with four grenades. Ah, okay. But they've stopped yeah. that. Yeah. So that's all that changes. Death Watch is still sad and take up an entire page for a list of bolt weapons you're never going to fire because you're not taking that tap faction. Yeah, sad nothing to change that. Uh, Drakari. So, Drakari, I think, need a whole episode on their own, on their own detachment because that's really interesting. Yeah. They've got a brand new detachment in an update rather than any sort of release or a white dwarf or something like that. So the first time we've seen Gaze Workshop go, you know what? We need to rebalance this. And they were mentioned in the uh, MetaWatch video that featured uh, Josh Roberts who is now doing the, some of the 40k balance testing, and he said, we, we looked at this army and thought it needed some buffs and some changes to really bring it up. So here we go. Power from Pain. Uh, it's a melee attack with the armor penetration characteristic of that attack by one. So you're re-rolling hits, and you get an extra AP. That's yep. massive. If It's 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 a really nice buff. Compared um, compared to what it is now, just giving you re-roll hits, that extra AP is what they need, because they're really lacking in sort of damage Drakari. Um but this new detachment um which you know, so we need an entire episode to review that I think um there's so much going on there. There's so many point changes. I think I definitely think you're gonna see Drakari there though. They I've looked at them a little bit. I've tried to make a couple of lists and I'm like, yeah, they're they're very cheap. Oh like, yeah. Some and really nice little bunch of units. They're very solid. Are they going in transports and flying around the board? Is the meta turning oh, yeah. into MSU oh, yes, transport? Because uh, well, we mentioned one rule about the, uh, the new detachment. So their detachment rule is when you disembark transport, you know, if you charge in combat, you get lance. So amazing, oh, incredible. So, so good. Yeah. So now they're charging in. They'll be getting four rolls to hit. There'll be an extra AP, and they'll have plus one to wound. And then the other thing. So the change here below is. So Incubi uh, will have access to full wound rerolls when joined by an Archon. So you can that 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 unit's really dishing out some damage now. And um, you can actually join an Archon to Incubi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you always wanted to join them, you just couldn't, and that's so much better. So yeah, good stuff. GC the Cult is still sad till they get Codex. I don't really get Games Workshop's changes. This edition for GC the Cult. I own one. That's a lie. I own three of everything that there is in GC the Cult. They're one of my favourite fractions, models wise. But they, I was sad that the end of last edition, I played an MSU really fast, like transport dropping in from reserves army. I didn't play the Horde aberrant bomb list. And this edition just became take units of twenty that then drop and move six. And take an aberrant bomb that infiltrates a move six. And that's the whole army. And it's been that all edition, and it's dull as dishwater. And the only successful list, really, 
either roping and guard allies at the moment, or they are deploying 200 bodies and going, can you kill 200 guardsmen that might come back? It's just not a fun playstyle. They really need some character. Whether they can do that with factions or detachments, or uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I think you'll see them around, though. I think you'll really you'll see these events very soon. I hope so. I, I was nearly tempted to run some for this ITT, but I to, to keep with what we'd already said we were going to run, I, I stuck with my Eldar. But they they do need a buff points-wise, Genius of the Cult, and rules-wise. I think they're just... The addition has maybe moved on from where they were at the start, and I think that they're bringing stuff back is just not as efficient and doesn't work anyway. I think just the changes to um, free strats kills a lot of what their offense was. And then, probably one of the biggest winners just in the balance data slate is Grey Knights. Yeah, this is... So, they've gone up in points. Well, the, the three librarians have gone up points. It's like, what, an extra 30 points on your list because they've got 10 points each? Fine. I'll take that. Those librarians Grey are fantastic. Knights. I'm coming for you, Grey Knights. I'm getting that. Okay, so yeah. Librarian... Blood librarians are 110 instead of 100. Yeah. Still fantastic. You still take three of those. They're amazing. Everything else stayed the same. Great. Means you don't... And they'd already had a points deduction previously, so that's good. But it's, yes. for me, it's that, oh, the Nemesis Grand Knight and Grandmaster Grand Knight, if you play this faction, you've got these models because they're the cool models to have for the faction. And it's going to be really nice to see those models come back on the table because the additions of Ignore's Cover and extra AP on the Heavy Side Cannon just makes the gun worthwhile. The Demon Hammer... Great Hammer, having Weapon Skill 3, massive. And the Great Sword hitting on 2, massive. Because you just want these super elite warriors to be elite and effective. I don't want a Great Knight to walk through my army. It's not Angron. But they're, they're Toughness 8 or Toughness 9. They're, they're not particularly tough. They've got a 4 plus run. That's swingy. But those little changes to weapon stats makes all the difference. When it's, you... it's a big one as a range gun. Uh, I think that's the main it's one. It's, it's... Well, I think it's both because you... You the what you know traditionally a way to stop green lights disappearing is to tag them. So you, then you were tagging things that were hitting on fours, hitting on threes. You're just even more inefficient. So I think that the yeah. whole faction works. It just it it's but it's competing for choices now because you can't just run your thirty terminators and your characters and your triple Libby. Do you put some dread knights in? Do you put a grand? I, I I I absolutely put dread knights in. So I I my so the list I was running before. Mm-hmm. hasn't actually changed much i mean all all i do now is i think i think five man terminator bricks you know you've got drago you have three librarians you know it's like 20 terminators and then you can take three grand masters as well and it's like oh what have i lost i've like i've lost my purifier squad and i've lost and that's it i'm like this this is now i now have very good uh range output um because going from strength 10 ap1 free damage strength 10 AP 2 ignore cover free damage is massive because against tanks you'd be like okay I might ruin them on fours and then they've got a free up save against it because they'll always have cover and it's like oh god it's depressing whereas now you just go in alright five up saves so you can actually kill a tank um, fairly reliably and then they'll have the 2d6 flamer as well and then obviously what's not really been used much is they, they have an 8 inch move and they get teleport shunt, so they're flying around, um, auto advance in six inches, and they can advance and charge, advance shoot and charge as part of their data slate. 
properly. It's fantastic. That is awesome. Well, I think that we are going to end our chat about data slate updates there because next episode we're going to review how everybody gets on the ITT at the weekend. But I think it will be useful to delve into some of the points changes. I think there are some big, big winners and losers. Oh, there is a change. Pure strange genius dealers have gone down in points. Wow. So big winners and losers in terms of points changes. We'll touch on that maybe. Like I said, we'll have um, Tom Lowen from Six Plus Plus coming to join us as well. So we'll have a look at some of the big winners and losers factions. Um, and then we're hoping to bring you in the next couple of weeks a nice little tier list on where we think these factions are in the teams better as we start thinking about some upcoming team events in um, March and April and May for Team England. So with that, I think we're going to draw our podcast to a close. Uh, we have our, well, we haven't got our predictions yet, but go on. We love a prediction on this podcast. Chris, okay. where do you think our four ranked teams are going to rank for in, in, ITT? In order. In order, from top to in bottom. Or, oh, God. So, oh, it's very difficult. I do think Ignite are going to pip it. <gasps> and then I think, it, I do. And then I think it'll be you guys, uh, Warmasters, then our team. I think it's going to be... Honestly. Us... Ignite. Then you, then Warmasters. That's right, Warmasters. Oh. I went for it. And I was like, I can see there's some tech in your lists that I think will catch some people out. I can see it. I can think it's good. We've got to back ourselves for the big win. We, 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 we've brought some lists. We've done some practicing. We know what we're doing. Well, on that point, people, we are going to switch out. We're going to say thank you very much, Chris. Very much. Uh, big thank you to BCP, uh, one of our big sponsors here. Let's get across to last year's WTC. Um, to Crazy Warboss Gaming, who are doing a teaming with fundraiser teams event uh, next month. So do go find that um, on Facebook. You can search that event out at Glass Hammer Gaming. A big thanks to uh, the Scrapyard Orc, who's been our supplier of teaming with dice. We've been handing those out um, at our link of events. If you are interested in getting some team with merchandise, whether it be uh, objective mats with our cool logo on or some of our new dice with the same logo, you can find that link to our Discord, which is included below. Um, feel free to find us, like us, subscribe to us, and you can even commit to us on Patreon. And we're hoping to bring out some um, specialist chats for our Patreon supporters coming out in the future to give you some thanks for your support since the podcast had launched. We are up to our first thousand downloads of the podcast since we started recording. Um, wow. Just got that notification uh, yesterday. Milestones. So, That's good. Yeah, milestones, mate. And, and it's... This is, a, this is a labor of love for Chris and I. It's something that helps us reach out to the community and get you guys involved with Team England. So um, if you would like to drop a comment or like to get in touch, uh, there's tons of things that we as a team are also doing in terms of practice events coming up um, and TTS online games with other international teams. We have some scrims lined up with Poland, France and um, Holland in the next couple of months. So if you would like to potentially play in one of those and get involved with Team England, the Discord is the place to do that. And we will be doing some open invitations to not just the applicants for this year, but to, uh, other members of the teaming community so you can start to see what it's all about. Because as we start to wind to the event and we start to pick more and more players, we get busier and busier with actually working on the team format, working on big team events. So we do like to involve the wider community and give you guys a taste of it. So when we have applications for 2025, you can say, I've played with Team England, met Team England, been along and been great. 
Uh, if you are coming along to the ITT, make sure you come and find myself or Chris uh, or any of the team England players that you know and love. Say hello um, and chat to us about where you think things that's taking the game. And on that note, good night, everybody. Catch you at ITT.